Passionate Teachers, a podcast for teachers of English. Again. Hi, Josie. Hi, Kurt. Hello. Hi. It's podcast number six. We're all happy together, reunited, to have a different podcast this time. It's not a teacher invited. And guess what? Do you think they will guess who it is that is coming for this da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Yeah, no. We will never guess. <laughs> so, Josie, why don't you tell us what we have in mind? Um, we are going to analyze Tachi's students, uh, mm -hmm. talking about the future of education in Brazil. That's right. And you know what is very interesting? Uh, they don't want to be judged. When I recorded, I said, can I record? As always. And they, of course, said yes, but they didn't know what I was going to use it for. And they never could dream that this would be a podcast. I had to ask permission for their parents. Parents said go ahead no problem i asked them they said "Ooh, super and then you know fisha caillou oh my god other people are gonna listen to us and we don't speak correctly and we are not fluent in english kami is that a problem that a student is not completely fluent in english of course not that's the idea make them feel comfortable to talk even they are making mistakes That's right. They are learning. They are in the process. That's right. So even if they do some misspelling, mispronunciation or whatever, no problem. Don't judge them. They are very happy to contribute to our community. And this is why we are calling my girls. I will introduce you to them right after. Okay. So let me introduce to you who is going to be with us today. I have the twins, Duda and Kaká Freitas. Uh, they are very ingenious, they're very talkative, and they are straight to the point. Something that is very rare in a teenager to see nowadays. I have Cynthia that finally became a teenager. When she was small, she was having classes with older people. And her mom always called me her my attention and said, are you sure about this? You're going to be amazed by her English and her skills. And then I have Bia Machado. She is a motocross competitor. She has been competing in motocross since she was six. Now she's 16 and they are going to talk about girls. The future of education in Brazil. Yes. And what they would like to happen to education as we speak. So tell me what you think about the podcast. It's so it cool that it brings cool. other people to say and their histories. Like, okay, I don't know everyone, but everyone can be important to our story. Who did you who did you listen about? We had the number two was with Veruska from Brastiso. The number four was with uh, Vini from Vini Giamentino from Fala Profi. And the last one that we are going to launch is with Lucy. Which one did you... From where? From the podcast. No, Lucy. Ah. Where is she from? 
a Lucy, um, if I'm not wrong, she is from Sao Paulo, like Sao Paulo, she works in Sao Paulo, but she's totally online, completely online. And no, not too many of the teachers will go back to face-to-face -face classes. And mm. could you understand the vocabulary? Yeah, I like it because like you can hear it and learn like the vocabulary or even the pronunciation because like native talk basically. Yeah, so you can hear it and like enjoy and learn at the same time. Suggestions for us, please? Do you want mm. us to talk about a specific subject or slangs, mm. or idiomatic expressions or special words, specifics? Slangs, it is cool. Yeah, it is cool, especially like the 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 teenagers. Like right now, they're uh, it's slang basically. Like they say in the normal life. Like podcast number two that we we talked about cringe and other slangs. Yeah, I'm gonna suggest. I think one important topic is the difference between the English that we learn in the school and the English that we talk in the really native persons. Okay, okay. Josie, did you listen to what she said? She said that there is a difference between the English we learn in school and the English that native people talk. Is it that so, really? Yes, yes, because uh, we can see the difference, right? Because in school we have a structure, and then sometimes we have a formal guide of to, to, to teach the students. And then when they go to the native country or another country, they they come across with with different type of English. For example, sometimes they they, they might not not listen. Ah, how are you? And then some what's some up? other guy say, how's what's it going? Up? And then, and then we didn't teach this in class because in the course book we didn't uh, didn't have this information. I don't know. Especially and in then, regular schools, not so much yes. in private courses, right? Yeah, private courses we can have a, a, like a, a, a free activities and then we can show them. But in regular schools we have this kind of limitation because of the course book. And then of course the coordinator are asking is asking us to put everything in order and then All go, the go ahead with yes, go go ahead with the, the materials and. Take yes to do do the lessons and sure. and then but they, they have a different a big difference between the real life English and then the, the English. That is true. It's like for example when people talk to me about certain rules of mathematics that mm -hmm. I did learn in the school. I did learn. But I never used that. So why did I learn if I never used that? Okay, like basketball. Physics. <laughs> Important physics. Logarithms. I'm sorry. I'm from humans. I never use logarithms. Never. It's like the the new high school in Brazil is like going to change to change it a little bit, but it's like yes. trying to to make something like not learning the stuff that you won't use if you didn't go to mm -hmm. some think it's area. Really yeah, it's going to start next year. It's like the the government already told yeah. to schools that they need to. I like, remember the time that uh, do it. The school announced that we would would have to work with the um, with the other uh, disciplines. 
Like, for example, English would have to yeah about the same subject that science and this and this and that. It's like we... I, so cool. It's so better. We have like 60% of like content of all students, like all students learn the same thing of our our grade, no, our grade, no, our class. And then 40% you choose like the, the content you want to learn. Like if you learn math, physics and chemistry, or if you want geography, history, yeah. Yeah, this I heard you, but I don't know exactly if I example. I choose the all subjects I will do or have no, a specific subject that I will choose. It's like you, everybody's going to have like all the subjects, but just a part of the the content, like 6% is like everybody's gonna have it. And then 40% of the the hours of class, you are going to, you to choose. choose the, the, the subject. Like in the States, like you choose yeah. the subjects. Oh, I'm so amazed by what they are saying. It's so cute. <laughs> I love when the students are talking freely and fluent and no problem. That's amazing. So about the topic, I would say that in the United States, there are some contents that are mandatory, but others the students can choose. And in my opinion, this power of choosing make them feel more autonomous or more comfortable in the future. So in the future, they can make fast decisions. They can make um, something like more freely and they can do many things without uh, have to be mandatory or ah, oh, you have to do this, you must do that. No, they have the power of choice and that's pretty good. What I've just said, so good. But teacher, mm. you don't think that is probably in the future confused for our students for example mm -hmm. imagine that nowadays i think that i'm going to be a doctor mm -hmm. and i'm going to study more like biology um and these things that will be better for my future career but maybe in the future i change my idea and want to be an engineer but the the subjects that i did on the high school it is not what i need mm -hmm. for nowadays that I want another thing. It's amazing. As I said, they are talking about jobs, future, what they want to do for a living. And, and that's Kaka, so perfect. Kaka says, what if in the high school I studied about medicine and then all of a sudden I went to engineering? How is that going to damage my, my plan? because I didn't study certain subjects. Kami, how is it going to be? I guess they will feel like they're not comfortable in that moment as we have in Brazil. For example, the situation in Brazil, the students have to study all the topics, all the subjects, and just in the final, they have to choose what they're going to do. Yeah, but we have to continue studying all the subjects. Uh, I, for once, uh, would not like to study, for example, geography. I never used geography for anything when I went to marketing and when I went to um, 
to study languages. I did not use that and certainly not in my first year of medical school. So geography for me could be something lighter, like the mandatory lighter, and I didn't have to go so deep, perhaps. I'm just exemplifying, okay? I don't know mm -hmm. if this is what Kaká wanted to know. A lot, of, a lot of people change the idea of what Yes, and I explained to, to you things. with my own example. I did one year of medical school. So, uh, in the school where I was studying, when I did high school in the afternoon, they offered extra classes for whoever wanted to have science and, and biology, extra classes of this. And I took them because I was going to have a vestibular on uh, medicine. So I took those extra classes on medicine. I did not take the classes on human subjects. I took the biological ones. For that moment, it was fantastic. But then, after one year of medical school, I decided it was not what I wanted. And what I wanted was to give classes. And then I had to go after humans. And then I had to study about this area. But I was prepared to go after my university. And I see no sense in a person having to study certain things that absolutely you don't like. But there are the mandatory. The more I hate math, I know that math is the most important subject of the school. It is going to follow you forever in everything. In every country, the same teacher. Physics. Physics is just... If you look at the bird, the bird passes in a certain velocity. Where is he going to get that? Guys, this is physics. And like some sometimes you to, uh, to you you understand the world, you need to know like a little bit of everything. You need to learn yes. like every subject the because yeah, the, the life's not just one subject or another one. It's like everything. It's everything it. mixed. Yeah. And one helps the that another, is, so... There is a school, it is in Sao Paulo, uh, it's kind of like for very high IQ people, uh, it doesn't matter how old you are, you are put in this class. And the class is like this, the teachers are in a big place, like one is sitting next to the sofa, one is near to a table, one is, I don't know, in the library. And the student walks around and talks to the teachers that he wants to talk about. But about what? Class. It's a class. You participate in the class of that person, but you don't have to be like physically with a with a board or a tablet. You can sit down and like we do here in the English class. Let's discuss about blah, blah, blah. And then we are going to discuss about that and learn about that. This is how you learned grammar. I never opened a book before I give you grammar. I give you the grammar instruction. We make oral exercises. And after two classes, we're going to make exercises per se. So can you imagine a school where you could choose the subjects you want to study and you could go talk to the teacher in a more private way? 
I think it's better teaching. Maybe. Learning, especially uh, for people. Like, uh, people might have some social issues. So if they want to talk with the with the teacher more privately, it would be even better because they would, uh, they would have to talk in front of a bunch of people. So it avoids, it avoids people that are shy. Kaka still seems to have some restrictions about what to learn in mandatory, um, yeah. mandatory subjects. Tell me, uh, teacher. Okay. Let, no, let but I think, stay. like what Cynthia said, for example, for shy people that maybe have some knowledge about what they are talking about, it is a good thing. For example, you, just you and the teacher. But I think in, for example, philosophy, it is better in our class with more people to see more point of view in one thing philosophy you need to have other people's head involved that is true so you see it all depends teacher what do you think about other lessons like cook or one important that I think in the normal student we don't know how to how to learn about our money like okay now in I'm get older and I have to they do have with my money. One subject called domestic economy that nothing is than learning how to deal with your own money. So do you remember that long time ago I said, how much do you cost to your fathers and mothers? Mm -hmm. Let's make this the sum and see school, shoes, saijinha, and, and, and drinks, <laughs> and, and uh, buying new clothes, blah, 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 put everything under uh, an account and, and, and see how much you are for your dad and your mom. Do you remember that? But in mm -hmm. your whole life or just in a month? No, just no. We did this for a month, and everybody was shocked because when we say, uh, "I do, I'm not very expensive for my dad and my mom," I never ask for anything. You don't need to ask. There is school. Um, there is your health insurance. Food. There is your food. There is your going out. There is your clothing. There are the basics, basic necessities, the drugs you have to consume sometimes, the emergencies. Guys, you're very... The water that you drink and you take shower counts? Of course. The shampoo that you that you have counts. The electricity, the share of electricity that you spend in your house. Maybe you take a longer shower than your sister. It counts. Really, it impresses as much as you, you make this, this sum and you arrive into the conclusion, you say, my gosh, I didn't know I was that expensive. And this, you can study in the school. And I think it's super important. It's one of the benefits of living alone. I had like for a year or maybe two years in my school, we had a, a class like every week, one class per week that like talking about it like money and, and finance oh yeah it was a thing some years ago but then they yeah. removed yeah. it ah, but i this, don't know why it was like it should be important they should they should continue it but yeah, people when, when i saw people i saw people in my class were like why do we need that and i was like dude this is literally our lives we have to live depending on these things 
and was like sometimes we we had to do like projects like we had to cook something then go to school and sell it and then we make the counts like how much do, do did we use to cook and then how we get comparing the income to the outcome yeah like, i spend i don't know eggs and flour and this and that in the cake and how much money did i get in return was yeah and then was was it like did i reach the break even point what is the break even point who knows it is when, like when you for example you use 30 dollars to make it and 30 dollars to sell it so the it's point even point if you pass the break even point you are good because you're making profit mm -hmm. making more money than you need to yeah. do Exactly. Very good. And you need to understand about budget because when you finish third year high school and you go to university, you have absolutely no experience of life. Nothing. You know nothing. And then people consider that because you're in the university, you're an adult. You don't need help anymore. You know everything. How can you know everything if you never went to a bank? Who of you is given boletos and invoices and things to pay? Like here, I have all of these things to pay for the 10th of the month. Enter in your cellular and pay for me. Who does that? Do you do that? No. Do you know, no. How, do you know how to assess an app of the bank? I know. Do you have a bank account? Yeah. Guys, you should start learning. Our daddies and mummies are not forever. And this is so important. And you know what? You can start investing. There are some banks that, for example, you have your account. Let's put an imaginary value. You have their, I don't know, 1,000 reais. And then you can get from this 1,000 reais, 200 reais, and you're going to put it in the piggy bank. Even the picture is a piggy. You put it in the piggy bank. For one month, it will, it will give you an interest of 0,02%. If you leave it for three months, it's going to give you more. If you leave it for six months, it's going to give you more. And then at the end of the six months, you can see how much your money is valid. You got or it. you can do renda variável too. Oh, look at this. There's someone that is studying. Do you want to be an economist, Kaka? I don't know, but I don't think so. Oh, it's a, it's a profession. You see, you can help companies to grow and succeed. Nice, nice. Super nice debate. Thank you, girls. Very nice. So today we debated about school system, right? And what do you expect from your future studies and how the idyllic school should be, right? What time do you think you should enter in the ideal school? I think eight is okay, teacher, because you can have your breakfast with your family. Should you stay extra time in the school after midday? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, what is the time that you would advise people to stay in the school? Enough to have how many subjects? I think, teacher, for mixed sports or arts or music or other extra subjects, I think it's good 4 p.m. to go out to school. So you would enter at eight o'clock. You would leave at four o'clock. Uh, lunch time. What time do you What time do you have for lunch? One hour. Thirty minutes. Do you think you should have more? More lunch. Depends time. on the time that you stay. For example, eight to four. It is 
Nine hours. Yeah, we should have a bigger lunch in the day you stay nine hours in the school. Or maybe two lunches. One in 30 minutes and another other 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. You can divide your lunch in a lunch and an afternoon snack. Good ideas, guys. Very good ideas for the future. I hope someone listens to us. Okay? All okay. Right? <laughs> Thank you yeah. so much. I'm super happy. Thank you, girls, for the amazing participation. I'm falling in love with you. <laughs> I love your English. It's so, so cute. I was remember my time of when I was teaching high school. And then I loved this type of uh, subjects that we are used to, to doing classes because I like debates with teenagers too. And um, and then, girls, I, I know that the, the, the future is in your hands because you are you are very concerned about your career, your progress in this life. So I, I hope that you're going to achieve your dreams, your goals, and uh, I wish all the best to you. Thank you, Josie. Girls, listen to that. Hey, Kami, do you have something to tell the girls? Of course, I'm really amazed by these girls. They are so cute. They're gonna be famous from now on <laughs> because they are on our <laughs> podcast. And what they just said, it's really simple. Just listen to what the teenagers want. And then we can make the rules. You can make projects about what they've just said. So it's really amazing. I hope they will get a better future, a great job, and realize their dreams for sure. Thank you, everybody, for listening to podcast number six. Here is Josie Nascimento, teacher Kami and teacher Tachi. And we're super happy to have had the presence of teenagers because, as Josie said, they have the world in their hands. And see you, or better, listen to you next podcast number seven with more surprises. Bye, guys. Bye, Kami. Bye. Bye. See you next time.